Just got in. Just got in from seeing Glass. Wow, what a movie. Really something. Um, it's been a heck of a long time since Unbreakable. I think it's been about 10 years. Maybe longer. I remember getting the the DVD when that came out. It was a gatefold DVD. Still got it. And uh, Alex Ross did some of the artwork for it. How awesome that was. And uh, it was really... Uh, a grounded superhero movie really grounded with very little little special effects um great performance by Willis um masterfully masterfully shot great performance by uh, Samuel Jackson when you see him in this it's you. You can tell they've aged a bit, and uh, especially Willis. And it's like, well, you know, it's he's older, and it's uh, it stinks. I I hate watching my heroes age like this. Um, James Ma James McAvoy, brilliant, really good. This is probably the best I've seen him. Really good performance here. He really has his time to shine. And do at least nine different characters, and uh, and really, it really um, establishes the horde a lot more with this character, and uh, brings back some characters from uh, Split and Unbreakable. Um, they get everyone gets their time to shine in this, and uh, what I liked about this is I didn't feel cheated or anything like that. There is a big uh, lead up to something big, but it it, it happens, but in not in the way you expect. Um, I feel satisfied, but at the same time, if there's anything against this movie, it's that. Man, I just wish there were more. <laughs> I wish Shyamalan made more of these movies. Because everyone's good. Willis, Samuel Jackson, and McAvoy, and, and uh, even, I don't know her name, that plays the, the psychologist. She's great in it. I mean, it's really good back-and-forth acting performances. And there's very little CG. It's all grounded, even the... The part where there's a part where the car gets flipped over by uh, by the beast, and uh, it looks like it's being done mostly practically. So there's something to be said about doing movies that way, even superhero movies. It just makes them more believable, and uh, you know we've been used to the Marvel movies, and uh, you know you do need some CG for some of it. But I was thinking tonight about how. Iron Man 1, uh, how a lot of that was kind of, uh, there was a lot of practical suits being used, you know, that it led up to the, the CG-ness of it all, and uh, I think that helped a lot. Even in Iron Man 2, there are some 
good practical suits being done. Um, and some in Iron Man 3, but I think it got a little bit more crazy with the CG towards the end. And then you get into the Avengers, and it's mostly CG in Avengers. Um, especially the last one. <laughs> so, and, and that's that's what happens with space movies, or if you go off planet. It's like, it's really dependent on CG, and it can kind of get cartoony, so you got to be really careful. You have to ground it in some kind of a reality. And, um, I mean, look at Ridley Scott with Aliens, or Alien. You know, one of the reasons I think that works so well is that the sets are very practical. And there was some special effects, but there are a lot more practical effects. Um, so you really buy into it. Um, yeah, I really, uh, I really enjoyed the performances all around. Uh, Bruce Willis uh, wakes up finally and starts <laughs> giving it a shot and trying a little bit more with his performance. Where, you know, I hate knocking Bruce because I love Bruce, but probably the last five to eight years he's been doing. Uh, uh, I don't know, an enthusiastic performance in a lot of his movies. Once in a while, he'll get a chance to shine if he's got a good director, um, of course, uh, a good performance out of him. But I think, I, I, I don't know. I, I hate to use Stallone. Stallone's words saying, he's greedy, he's greedy and lazy. Because, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I just don't know what's going on with Bruce, but I'm, I'm glad to see him back in true form in this one. Um, story was pretty good. Um, yeah, it's the, it, again, it's Shyamalan uses a minimalist pr approach. You know, he's not doing a bunch of really fancy schmancy shots, but once in a while he'll do something. He'll pull in and pull out a little bit, but most of them are pretty. You know, he's letting the actors do their, th do their thing. And he'll line up a nice composed shot once in a while. And uh, good performances, really good performances, uh, good story, and uh, a good finale. Um, so many movies, especially action movies, or um, can kind of less, especially the past, the past 10 years, um, They'll uh, wimp out on, on a conclusion. This has a conclusion. And, uh, you know, I won't spoil it for you. I'll try to keep this spoiler free, but it's it's almost too much of a damn conclusion, <laughs> if you ask me. It, it's a bit sad. I was a bit sad, but... Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say there. Because <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much. Um... Yeah, I might go see it again. I went to go see it in the, uh, what is it, the Emax or where it's, no, the Dolby, the Dolby Theater where the sound is just tremendous and the seats vibrate and everything and uh, there's some hits that are being taken against cars where it really, you really feel the, the sound effect of the car. You really get a good sense of the sound in this movie. The great, they did a great job with the sound effects and... Um, and the screen's slightly bigger. Now, I don't quite think this is an IMAX. To me, I don't think you need to see this in IMAX, necessarily. 
Will it enhance it a bit? Sure. But really, it's it's a Talking Heads movie, mostly. You know, I can't think of too many shots where it's like, wow, that looks amazing, really huge. I think it looks good, because it's mostly shot in Philadelphia. And while there are some good, interesting things to shoot in Philly, I didn't feel that I needed to see that in IMAX, unless it's a really big, amazing set that was built, or... And it's all practically, you know, it's all, Shyamalan uses the whole city of, of Philly. And it's very, he's really the master of the minimalist indie approach of just using your surroundings and natural lighting. And uh, he's really, he's really great at that. Um, he sets everything up through uh, performances and, and music Um sets mood a lot that way and he'll yeah maybe he'll do a little bit with the lights here and there but he's not huge with the drama of lighting you know of making things look dramatic uh, now it's been so long we yeah we did get we did recently a couple years ago probably sooner than that probably a year ago we had split which was a surprise movie or sequel to uh unbreakable and it's just kind of a neat movie in itself a neat little horror horror movie suspense film in itself and then uh it just happens to be a sequel to unbreakable which is really neat um i thought split is was Shyamalan returning to his his game again and uh this one this one is was was awesome i mean he had been waiting a long time for a sequel, uh, like a, a straight-up sequel to Mr. Glasson. And, uh, you know, I think his name's, what is his name? And I'll just say Bruce Willis because I can't remember his character's name. <laughs> but, man, I enjoyed it. I'm going to go see it again. I, the only thing, the only thing, is he, Without spoiling too much, it's, I just wish there was more. <laughs> I wish there was more. You know, I kind of wish it was slightly longer. Um, yeah, for the kind of movie it is, I'm going to give this one a 10 out of 10. It's just amazing. I don't know why the critics are getting on this. I'm going to watch a critic review right now on YouTube. But I think it's it's an amazing movie. Um, it, it You know what? It made me... There's a TV show called Stanley Superheroes, where uh, rest in peace Stanley um, goes around the world and finds people that have extraordinary powers in themselves. Like he finds strong men, he finds a guy that can br uh, bend a wrench over his leg. Uh, he finds the most flexible man, and the most flexible flexible man finds these guys. He finds guys like the Ice Man who can endure freezing temperatures in the water. Um, he finds uh, a guy that uh, trained himself to climb like a monkey, so his hand muscles are extraordinary. Uh, he finds a sharpshooter that can shoot two balloons and make it look like one, like he shot one. Super speed shooting. It's amazing. And it really teaches us. And it almost, it did bring kind of a tear to my my eye, mostly through through the performances, but really because of the theme 
a theme of what this movie is saying is there's a beautiful line of dialogue towards the end where it's saying that, you know, we're, we've been, the wolf has been pulled over our eyes where we limit ourselves, that we're capable of so much more. We're capable of being extraordinary superheroes in our own right if we push beyond our limits and stop holding ourselves back. And it's almost like he's saying some, there's somebody that's doing it. There's some force that's keeping us from being, from reaching our fullest potential. And really that's the theme of this, this whole film. And I, I can't agree more. I, you know, and, and that's one of the reasons I've always loved comics. And I think everyone will be always be attracted to comics is they can tell that story of doing extraordinary things and uh, how we rely on our, our, our myths and how, how our myths are really us. And really, there's a lot, there's a lot of Joseph Campbell uh, at work here uh, where he talks about the hero's journey and, and doing, uh, you know, basically superheroes are our myths, are our, our gods in a way, our modern modern gods uh greek gods and um how they're a lot like us and uh what we contend with in ourselves and uh, how we limit ourselves and really the everything's been pulled over or over our eyes we need we need to push ourselves beyond our comfort zones and really be all we can be and be something great and it's it's really a sad thing to think about how much how many of us have been conditioned to not have a good self-worth or uh self-esteem or whatever you want to call it um i can think of some superpowers i have i mean i have i've worked at them but uh drawing is one uh writing creative writing is another um my flexibility even though i'm not super flexible i'm flexible enough to throw some good kicks and karate <laughs> uh exercising and pushing myself way beyond my as my you know way beyond what i was thought i could especially when i joined the army i pushed myself way beyond what i thought i could physically emotionally and mentally um there's just a lot of things that need to be brought out into the open, which you know, we've we got to push ourselves. You know, lately, I've talked about this before, where I, I'm learning new hobbies, like uh, axe throwing. And I'm trying to get good at it. And I, I'm passionate about it because I like, uh, I, like, I like doing it when I was at the Renaissance Festival. And uh, I always think of a character that I came up with that is, is good at throwing axes, and I want to see that made into a movie one of these days, you know. <laughs> but there's a lot there that just kind of, to me, it really pulled on my heartstrings in, in, a, in an odd way like that, in a way I wasn't expecting. Because really, the movie is like a fan letter, letter fan letter, <laughs> fan letter to comic book, you know, uh, readers and, and people that are inspired by fictional characters um, and how we 
they they want we lose ourselves in those worlds and and we want to see ourselves in those worlds and wish for that we were those people and wish that we had these abilities that, that were extraordinary that could get us through and um and how maybe it's been the wool's been pulled over our eyes to make us think that we're not anything that great you know and we are we really are we have to discover that within ourselves um, so I think this is an excellent movie. I think this really touches on that. Um, it, it's a masterful movie. Um, I want to, I want to go see it again. There, there's a lot, there are, there's some sitting around talking, but again, the performances are, so, are so good that it warrants a second viewing. And, and I want to go watch Unbreakable again. I want to watch Split again. Just awesome i'm glad i wasn't disappointed by this movie after waiting for so long for it to come out i i'm really yeah i'm really i'm just happy i'm happy that i saw it i'm happy i was able to talk about it with you guys um maybe I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit more on this but um be all you can be be all you can be learn a new hobby learn to draw Learn something that's going to make you extraordinary. And, uh, ooh, speaking of learn to draw, check out my mini free course I give out at uh, <laughs> storyartistchris.squarespace.com. I figured I'd work that into the whole thing since it ties in nicely. And I sign up and I, I give you a little free, uh, free mini course of drawing a cartoon character's face. I send you three videos on it for free. After that, hey, I send you an email once in a while. Say, hey, this uh, with little vlogs and little tips, drawing tips, and just my thoughts on pop culture and becoming a better artist and uh, nurturing a gift that you might have. So there's a, there's something there for you. Um, that's all I got to say about that. Go see Glass. See it in the Dolby Theater with amazing sound and, you know, slightly bigger. Uh, just go see it in a nice theater with a nice screen. Good sound. If you see it in an IMAX, cool. But you don't have to. All right? So, uh, yeah, I really love that music in the movie. The music is great. So, awesome. All right, Hambo out. They call me Mr. Glass.